Welcome to Conscious Life Design with your host, Natalie Golay. Natalie is a holistic life coach, an expert in conscious life design, and author of Finding Your Why. Natalie believes it is never too late to reinvent yourself. And now, here's your host, Natalie Golay. Hi there. Welcome to Episode 2 of Conscious Life Design. Thanks for joining the podcast, and today I have a quick question for you. We're going to be talking about something that is all the rage these days, and um, I think, you know, the first thing we want to do is answer this question. Do you really need a passion to reach self-realization? And the quick answer might surprise you. It's no, you don't. So, as I said, these days you hear about finding your passion. There's all kinds of courses and programs out there about finding your passion. And, you know, if you, if you have one, that's great. But if you don't, and you don't feel sort of moved to go searching for it, or you feel lacking because you, you don't have a passion, I'm here to tell you not to worry about it. Okay? If you have one, great. If you want to join a class or a program about finding your passion, That's also great. But from my perspective, going after your passion as your focus is backwards. That's not where you should be looking. The emphasis on passion in sort of coaching or personal development circles these days has made a lot of people feel kind of like broken if they don't have one, right? And and you sort of go, well, hey, what's your passion? And you're, well, I don't really have one, right? And uh, you feel, you, you might feel kind of lacking because of that. Or maybe you're looking for passion in a more general way. You want to live, live a passionate life, right? And you're going out going, I want to live a passionate life. I want to live a passionate life. Well, in my view, this is still kind of backwards. And I'm going to explain this to you um, sort of from, from sort of giving you some, some, my own experience, if you like. The, the pursuit of passion is overrated because it's focused on the wrong thing. And it's overrated because you're going to spend a lot of energy going after it. And you're unlikely to find it that way. Now, I've engaged with the notion of passion at various points in my life. The most relevant to this discussion is that I discovered I don't have a single driving passion in the form of a specific interest or activity. But I've also discovered that I can be passionate about almost anything under the right condition, at least anything that that remotely interests me. So when finding your passion became kind of a thing, I spent a lot of time thinking about why my initial reaction was like one of irritation. I was kind of pissed off. And I wanted to understand why I was so resistant to this idea of going after passion. You know, was I wrong? Was I missing something? And so the question was that, in my mind, was that I actually wasn't concerned about finding either my one passion or about feeling passionate. And I was starting to worry about that because I keep hearing about it and how it should be our goal and our focus. And isn't that what everyone was doing? And isn't it something we should all want? Right? 
And well, romantically, perhaps, but even in that context, I wasn't so sure that going after that specific state as a focus was the right thing to do. So again, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against lifelong passion per se. I just don't think that that's what you need to achieve self-realization. And I, expending your energy, searching for that is counterproductive. It's counterproductive to actually getting it, to actually finding it. So long story short, I don't feel driven to find some elusive, single, all-consuming idea or activity around which to build my whole life. And maybe you don't either. Now, I could safely say that in my case, music is a passion of mine and always will be. But that doesn't mean I engage in it constantly. And my engagement varies depending on how my life is going and what else I'm doing. I also have a lot of other strong interests, each of which could turn into a passion under the right circumstances. In the past, when I was stuck trying to figure out what to do with the rest of my life, and believe me, that's happened more than once along the way, I, I was always bothered by that question. You know, people would come along, these helpers would come along and go, well, why don't you do what you're passionate about? What are you passionate about? And I would answer, it depends. And, you know, the, the reaction I would invariably get was the rolling eyes. Like, oh, she's so unfocused. She doesn't know what she wants. And so I started to doubt myself a lot, doubt my gut feeling about this. Was I wrong? Was I lazy? And I wasn't. And neither are you if you're struggling with similar questions. If you're anything like me, you either don't have a clearly identifiable single passion or you've concluded that everything can be interesting and has potential. Especially when you learn it from people who seem passionate themselves. I can tell you that as a videographer, when I was a program director and, and, and um, operations manager for a uh, community television station, believe me, we went to shoot things, events, talks about things I had never heard of, things that I, I would never would have crossed my mind. And yet those people were really into what they were doing. And it got me interested, right? And I could, if I could not get passionate, I could understand their passion, right? So another thing that you might have found is not only that your, your interest and the intensity of the feeling uh, can be kindled by the environment you're in and by the people you're with. But you may also have found that your passions can change and they can shift. They can wax and wane. They can increase or decrease. And that does not mean, contrary to what anybody tells you, that does not have to mean that you're weak or unfocused. Actually, it means that you've discovered the secret to passion. That secret is that it doesn't derive from the activity itself, but rather from how it makes you feel. And that feeling can be triggered by one thing, but not necessarily, because it, it comes from a deeper level than the surface activity. It's that feeling that comes from knowing you're truly alive, that feeling that makes you feel like this is being alive. Now that's what passion is. 
And that's why you can often find passion in more than one place. In fact, that's a healthier place to be than sort of that all-consuming single drive, right? Which can, you know, cross the line once in a while into obsession. So you want to be, you know, it's a fine line between the two. So understand that it is a strength, not a weakness, to be able to have shifting passions and to find passion in more than one area of your life. It means you're prepared to embrace life in its totality. So a passion and leading a passionate life, like a single passion and leading a passionate life are not the same thing, but they're close. You can, they're different ways of expressing a similar state, right? And it's, it's not that I'm saying that you should not be passionate but rather that to achieve that end, your focus should be on something else. And what is that something else? Your focus needs to be on what we talked about last time, on being yourself, on finding your why, on finding, on doing what you like, on finding what you like. Not necessarily what you're good at, what you like, what makes you feel good. So in this context, when people talk about finding their passion in terms of self-realization, I don't think they're really talking about that. They're talking about finding their purpose, finding their why. But even if they are talking about passion, as we've been discussing, in my view, then in that case, they're looking for the wrong thing. Because passion is a byproduct or result it's a result of self-realization. It's a result of living a life on purpose. It's a result of doing what you like. Now, another thing is that passion might not be what you think, right, in, in terms of how it feels. It's largely self-defined. So if you have this sort of misconception or the stereotypical idea of what it is, you might miss what passion is in your case, how it manifests in your life. It may manifest as a single, all-consuming drive. It may manifest, uh, which, as I said, can easily slip into sort of an unhealthy focus, so you want to be careful there. Or it may manifest more subtly. But what is certain is that it comes in the doing. So it's not the end goal. It's a product of living on purpose. It's a product of living your why. So... If you find your why, the passion will come and it will find you. And it'll find you in whatever form supports you best. Healthy passion comes to you in the way that supports your best state for you. You know, all-consuming, wide-ranging, subtle, quiet. Don't worry. Don't worry if you're, if you're sort of not feeling that, if it doesn't resonate with you when people say, well, what are you passionate about? You know, why don't you go find your passion? Don't worry about that. And don't worry if you don't feel it the way you think you should feel, right? Because shoulding just doesn't help at all. Make sure that you're focusing on finding your why, on living your truth. You live your truth and passion will find you. So if there is a practical point to this conversation, 
it is that my recommendation is not to waste your energy going after a feeling when that energy would be much better spent going after what you want, going after who you are, exploring your truth. Because if you're going after that feeling and you're not finding it because the feeling, you don't know where it is, right? You're building up resistance. And the more you build up resistance, you're, the more dissatisfaction, the more you're cutting yourself off from your truth, right? That resistance, as we'll see next week, that resistance can be a, a sort of a signal or a, or, or a good way to sort of a trigger if you want. But you don't want to stay there. Go ahead. Go after your life. Go after your truth. Do what you like. If you're also good at what you like, awesome. But if you're not, don't worry about it. Mostly go after what you like. And lead a, lead a life of congruency and authenticity. And passion will find you. It'll find you in all its different, beautiful, myriad of guises that it exists in this world. It's not one thing. It's not monolithic. It's how you experience your truth. So stop looking for passion. Go after your truth. Don't worry about feeling unworthy, undeserving, broken, lacking. Oh, well, I'll never have a passionate life or I'll never feel this way because I don't have it. I don't have what it takes. All of that is just negative self-talk getting in the way of you accomplishing your, your sort of realizing your potential, if you will. Find your good reason to get up in the morning. Find what makes you happy. Everything else will fall into place. And that's enough of a search. I'm not saying that that is necessarily easy. It's actually simple, but it's not easy. It takes work. But when you get there, you'll know it. And everything that you've always wanted will flood in. Now, as I just mentioned, when I was talking about resistance next week, we're going to talk about why stuck is good and why anger is good, if you can believe it. And we're going to sort of dive into that subject uh, quite a bit because people, because we talk a lot about how anger and being stuck is, is sort of a negative, it's not a good state to be in, right? And, and people sort of resist it with all their might, especially when they're in the personal development world. Well, I'm here to tell you not to worry about that either. It's good. And we'll talk about that next time. Now, if anything in today's talk, today's episode or last week's episode has resonated with you, and you'd like to explore it a little bit more in the context of your own life, or if you've been thinking that you might need some coaching, but you don't know where to start and you don't know who to ask about it, well, I want to invite you to sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one session with me. I always try to have some free spots available for my listeners and website visitors. 
And don't worry, this is not a 20-minute sales pitch. It is an actual session. And it could go as long as, I don't know, an hour and a half, if necessary, to explore whatever is on your mind, you know, regarding coaching and your next step. I want you to come away from it with some actionable information that will help you move forward. That's my goal with the session. And so if you're interested in signing up, for a free one-on-one session, visit my website, natalegolay.com, and fill out the form. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what you'd like to talk about. And, you know, if it sounds like a great fit, I am going to uh, sign you up for one of these sessions, and we'll be able to talk online about you. We can focus on you and on what you want to do and what your next step should be with or without a coach, like I am not, you know, like I said, this is, this is a session where I will be entirely focused on you. Okay, so that's it for today. But I want you to tune in next time when we'll be talking. Remember, we're going to talk about anger and being stuck and why they can be a good thing. Okay, so don't worry about it. If you're feeling that way, it's actually good. And let's find out why next week. Now that Natalie has shared with you some tools to help you feel more energized and start living your life on purpose, it's time for you to take charge and begin to craft the wonderful life you deserve. If what Natalie spoke about today resonated with you and you would like to explore more, Natalie invites you to schedule an appointment with her. Please visit her website at www.nataliegolay.com where you can also find Natalie's book, Finding Your Why. Natalie's new book takes you on a step-by-step journey of self-discovery, exploring who you really are and what you really want. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, please visit the Tenacious Living Network at tlrstation.com.